Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Realtor Talks with me, Lloyd Rosales-Cox. Today, I've got my colleague, Dominic Murray, on the show, and he's here to talk us through everything in Dubai real estate. Thanks for coming on, Dominic. Thanks for having me, Lloyd. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, as well as can be at the moment. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, good. Keeping busy. Enjoying the, uh, in the weather that we're having today. That's good. Well, I can see you outside on the balcony for anyone who's, who's watching on, on video. Um, so yeah, Dominic works with me and he's a real estate broker here in Dubai. So just so you can introduce yourself to anyone uh, watching or listening, Dominic, can you just let them know where you're from, how long you've been in Dubai and how you got into real estate? Sure. So um, from Southwest London, um, I started real estate in, uh, in the area uh, when I was uh, just, just come out of university. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I studied economics, so, you know, I was good with numbers, um, but I was just, you know, looking at uh, job adverts every single day. Um, and then one popped up for real estate. Um, I actually didn't even get an interview. I got a phone interview and they, they didn't like me. That was for Cupid and West. Um, but then uh, I got an interview for another one and the more I looked into it and more, you know, I, I went through the interview process and, and, and spoke to more people about it. I thought, yeah, no, it's, it's worth um, giving it a go. And then, yeah, when I started the job, obviously it was difficult at first, but um, yeah, I realized that it's definitely for me. I enjoy um, talking about property, you know, looking at properties, um, obviously pitching to clients. Um, you know, meeting customer needs. So I really enjoyed it. So I did that in the UK for three years and then come up, came over here uh, about 18 months ago um, to Dubai. And yeah, I've been working downtown Dubai, DIFC ever since. Okay, that's good. And well, so you studied economics, you said, uh, at university. Why did you decide not to necessarily pursue that as a, as a career? Um, well, like I said, I mean, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I chose to do economics because that's what I was good at at A-level. So I thought, you know, I'd take that further. Um, I mean, my, my dad was, uh, has always been in kind of banking and asset management. So um, I was thinking, you know, okay, maybe go down that road. Um, but then, yeah, when, when it came to actually looking for a job, I just, you know, I, I didn't really, uh, I didn't have anything planned out. You know, I'm not one of those people that knew what I wanted to do from a young age. Um, so it was kind of, you know, I actually started working in a hotel, first of all, just, you know, customer service experience. Um, yeah, and then and then wound up in, in real estate. So I was looking at other jobs, you know, in, um, you know, more to do with, with business or, or finance, but um, wound up in real estate and uh, found I really enjoyed it. Okay, that's good. Well, that's good to hear that you found something that you enjoyed doing and it's, it's interesting to hear that you did a bit of customer service in, in hotels because that obviously helps with the job you have now. Is there anything from that economics kind of formal training that you find that you can use in your like, in your day-to-day -day work? Um, not so much because I mean the when, when we did when we studied at university it was all about um, basically you have a consumer with a certain amount of wealth and then you have uh, a product that has a certain value um, and then from there it was just basically algebra so it wasn't I mean at a level it was a lot of actual economic theory supply and demand um, and that has definitely helped um, you know when I'm when I'm talking about the market now um, but yeah no at university it was just basically very complicated algebra so no that doesn't really help me now <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I studied uh, a level economics as one well. yeah you can the basic frameworks definitely help out on especially on a macro level I think um, but yeah at, 
at university, I do think it's more maths based, isn't it? So it's a bit over the head of a, a lot of people. Okay, so well, that's interesting. And yeah, you, you said you, you mentioned that you work in, in downtown and DIFC. So I want to kind of jump straight in it and get your opinions on different properties in downtown. And if I just shoot some different criteria to you um, about properties in downtown, just tell me what you think would be the best place if someone's looking to invest or live there for that particular criteria. Yeah, so first one, um, I think I'll ask you what is the, the best view? So is there a, a building or an apartment that has a really good view? And most people would assume this would be of the Burj Khalifa in downtown. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, people come from all over the world to see the Burj Khalifa and the Dubai fountain. Um, and obviously it's right in the middle and there's so many buildings around it. But I mean, the best view, um, I mean, it depends. If you're, you probably want to be on the side where you can see the fountain as well. So you don't want to be kind of where Burj Vista um, and the dress guide uses is going to be on the other side. So if you want like a front row seat to the Dubai fountain, then you want to be in Old Town Island. Um, but if you want to have, you know, more of a, you know, panoramic view, um, I'd probably say you want to be in the residences. Um, you know, so you've got full fountain from your balcony and probably from, you know, uh, living room, kitchen, bedroom. Um, and, and you can still see the Burj Khalifa and, and the Burj show as well. So, um, yeah, probably, probably Burj residences for me, I'd say is the best view. Okay. So yeah, a lot of people have this debate. Is it better to be inside the Burj Khalifa or is it? better to be outside looking at the Burj Khalifa directly. I know my personal opinion is outside looking at the, the Burj Khalifa because it's a spectacular view, but what's your, what's your feeling? Yeah, no, I agree with you personally. I would be rather looking at it. Um, I mean, the best view you can get if you're inside is looking at the fountain from above, which is, which is absolutely amazing. But I think it, there's so much more to it than that. I mean, if you live in the Burj Khalifa, it's a completely different um, lifestyle, you know, where everything is kind of there's, there's staff everywhere um you know it's, it's, it's the luxury you have the sky lobby you know you have the the valet it's um yeah and obviously you get to tell your friends that you live in the world's tallest tower so that's always a plus definitely definitely okay so an in, interesting choice there on the residences do you want to tell anyone who doesn't know anything about that building um what what's there to offer and where it's exactly located sure so it's just um it's just off the boulevard um, so it's a, it's a project of nine buildings. Um, it's quite near to, it's got kind of the other side, you know, where you've got like the opera, it's, it's the other side. So where you've got like a dress fountain views and things. So, um, next to, uh, Boulevard Central and, um, uh, Central Tower. Can't remember the other, the <laughs> name of the other building, but yeah, so it's nine buildings. The best ones are probably, uh, three, four, five. Um, and yeah, you're literally, you go downstairs and you go straight into kind of Burj Park um, and where all the Dubai fountain is and obviously across the Dubai Mall. So it's, it's very centrally located, um, you know, along that road, you know, sometimes there is a bit of traffic um, and then going onto the boulevard. But, um, but the apartments themselves, they're a little bit older. They're not the newest buildings in downtown, but the, um, you know, the layout's quite big. You can get a, a three bed for about 2,700 square feet. Um, and then obviously you've got penthouses there as well, which are just blow your mind. So, um, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a nice building. Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah, and I, I know they're not the, the newest buildings, but I think they're still extremely popular purely because of the fact of where they're located. And those ones that are facing out towards the fountain are, 
you know, the most in demand ones, of course. Um, okay, so in terms of view, you've gone for that. What about in terms of the facilities of the building itself? You did go through a bit about the Burj Khalifa, but is there another building that you think has the best facilities in downtown? Yeah, I mean, with Burj Khalifa, obviously you have, you have a couple of pools um, that are very high up, um, but not necessarily the biggest pools. You don't have like a view from it at all. Um, what I found from my clients is that uh, Burj Vista has the, uh, the best facilities. So you've got a lovely pool um, that looks at the Burj Khalifa. You've got a tennis court, a barbecue area. You've got uh, yoga, a massive gym that's fully kitted out. Um, and you've got obviously like uh, childcare there as well. And, you know, just, just from going into the lobby, um, you can see, you know, it's, it's, it's a very nice building. It's brand new. You know, it's been open uh, 2018, the end of 2018 it opened. Um, and the, the most important floor, which, and it's so, so it makes it the only residential building to have direct access to the metro in, in downtown Zingis is uh, one of the address buildings. Sorry, Dominic, your, your mic went a little bit there. Can you just explain the facilities for uh, Burj Vista again? Sure. Uh, so you've got the swimming pool, um, large gym, tennis court, barbecue area, uh, yoga studio, childcare facilities, and the, uh, the direct access to the metro station. Okay. And yeah, there's not, there's not so many buildings that have that direct access, but it's something that I think a lot of clients really value. Well, it's, it's the only residential building in downtown that has that direct access. Obviously, if you're next door in the lofts, you can just, you know, you can walk into um, uh, Vista Arcade and go up. But, you know, without leaving your building and without going outside, you can get to the metro. So it's the only building in, in downtown where you can do that unless it's an address building. Yeah, exactly. Well, the other ones have maybe access to, say, for example, Dubai Mall, and then you'd have to walk through the mall to get to the metro. But yeah, Bird Vista has it directly to the metro. So for anyone using the metro, especially on a daily basis, it's, it's really useful. Yeah. Do you, do you find a lot of clients who, who work in DIFC like to, to live in that building for that reason? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, working in DFC or, you know, the offices along Shakeside Road. Yeah, it, it's a huge plus. I mean, I um, when it first opened and I was doing a lot of rentals in the building, um, people, you know, came to see that purely for that reason. You know, it was just a plus that obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's new, the, the, uh, the, the pool and the gym and everything is very good. The, the apartments are probably a step up in terms of what Emar has been building in, uh, in downtown. But yeah, uh, a lot of them took it just for the for the metro. Okay, that's 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 interesting to know. Um, okay, so well, you've talked about the location of Burj Vista um, next to the metro. Is there a specific building which you think is best located within downtown for all of the facilities and amenities in offer for the area? Um, I think, to be honest, I mean the main thing I don't like about downtown probably the only thing actually is um is the traffic on the boulevard because any time of day you know even if there's not many cars on the boulevard you by the time you go around it because there's so many sets of traffic lights it's going to take you a while so for that reason i think the best located buildings are probably going to be uh vida residence or boulevard present because basically i mean again brand new buildings which is which is a plus um but you can 
in the building, you can walk out directly onto the boulevard. So you can go to the restaurants, you can go to Dubai Mall, you know, you can go, you can go to Burj Park. Um, but when you're driving, the exit to the car park does not take you onto the boulevard. So you can drive straight out onto um, uh, Alasal Street and straight out. So if you're, if you're working in the marina, if you're going to JVC, if you're going to Abu Dhabi, you know, you, you don't have to, um, you know, sp spend 15 minutes of your journey on the boulevard. So, I mean, a lot of um, people that work at the airport have, uh, have taken those buildings because, you know, a lot of people that work in downtown get the metro, or, or they walk or, or they get a cab or something, but um, people going out towards the airport where they've got a long journey, you know, that, that 15 minutes taken off their journey time is, um, makes a difference. Okay, that's interesting to hear. And yeah, definitely that's uh, something that people always mention about downtown, the, the traffic on the, on the boulevard. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, okay, so that's the best location. Going, going back to Vida, I just wanted to, to dive into that a bit more because people might not know about the residences there. It's a really new building. Uh, people will probably know about the Vida Hotel, but just explain how the Vida, Vida residences are connected to the hotel and what sure. facilities you get from them. Sure, so it's, um, it's actually just right next door to uh, Vida Hotel. Um, so it's about 60 floors um, and I mean why people like it is because it's a perfect mix between um, being a hotel and being a building. So you know it's going to the address buildings uh, you're mixing with with hotel guests and you know it's all very you know it's kind of small rooms and and the, the furniture is a little bit you know hotel-y. Um, Vida is it's a bit more homely so you've still got you know it's still service um, it's more homely you know all the all the um, the sofa is more comfortable which I mean if, if you haven't sat on one of the sofa beds in uh, in the address buildings you probably won't won't appreciate that as much but the uh, sofa is much more comfortable um, the view is good you know the uh, the layouts are very spacious um, it's it's a, a more homely hotel. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that it's located just across from like the Burge Park. Um, you can obviously use the facilities in the the Bida Hotel, like restaurants like Toko. So I think it's going to be a very popular service residence in downtown, definitely. Okay, um, definitely. so that's in terms of location in the Bida. What about one specific apartment? that's kind of wowed you in, in the whole of downtown? What's your favorite? Hmm. Probably in Vida, uh, actually. So there is um, a duplex apartment that is just amazing. It's, um, it's got a whole living room and you're looking straight at the Burj Khalifa, you're looking all over downtown. It's, I think it's about 56 floors up. So obviously very high, you're kind of, because Vida is behind the residences, but the residences only go up to about 34. So you're way above that. So you can see the whole of downtown. Um, again, it's fully furnished. So, you know, brand new furniture, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and then, so you've got, that's kind of the main living room. But then when you go upstairs, obviously it's a duplex, you've got kind of almost like an internal balcony that looks over that as well. So then you can have that view from upstairs. Every um, you know, the kitchen is 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 brilliant. Um, you've got you know 
massive dining table for 10 people. And then you've got two massive terraces as well. So, um, you know, we can that down. But um, yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, every client I've taken there, you know, blown away by it. It's, um, I mean, it's just, it's just massive. I mean, the quality of the finishes is, is, is very, very good. Um, the view, the natural light, space. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I've seen that, that apartment itself as well, and it is truly spectacular, which kind of well, leads me on. It sounds like somewhere that you'd love to have parties or you'd love to um, entertain in. And what would you say would be the best for a bachelor pad in, in downtown, if, if not that particular apartment? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that, that one is, is good for, for a family, I guess. You know, you've got four spacious bedrooms, loads of bathrooms and things, so it's good for a lot of people. But probably, yeah, not the best bachelor pad. Yeah. Um, best bachelor pad, if I'm allowed to go into kind of DIFC, um, just on the edge of DIFC, you've got Index Tower, beautiful uh, building. By, uh, um, and... At the top, on the 77th floor, you've got three triplex penthouse apartments, and they, they're incredible. 10,000 square feet, um, you know, views across, um, you know, for the, for the Burj Khalifa. We had one last year, and the way they furnished it, you know, they had, they had a bar, and they had, um, you know, a couple of, couple of living rooms, dining room, and it was, yeah, it was, it was perfect for parties. And, uh, and I actually know for a fact that one of the others uh, is owned by a famous artist and he throws the best parties, he invites everyone in the building and obviously 10,000 square feet, you've got a lot of space to entertain. So um, yeah, it's, uh, that's probably gonna be the best bachelor pad or best, I guess, party pad, if you like. Okay, that's, that's good to know. And what's the other benefits of Index Tower? Because obviously it's not in downtown itself, it's in DIFC, which is just adjacent. Um, is Index Tower connected to, to the Gate Avenue? Um, as of, yeah, very recently it is. Yeah, so you've now got, yeah, Gate Avenue. It's, um, so they built Gate Avenue, obviously, all the way from Gate Village through all the towers. Um, and then the plan is to build a bridge into Central Park as well. Um, but yeah, so Index is connected. Um, but also on, on the uh, kind of podium level, if you like, um, You've got Index Mall, again, which recently opened. So you've got, you know, um, supermarket, uh, pizza place, a couple of cafes, a couple of barbers. So um, you've got everything you need right there. But yeah, obviously, if you do want to do into DFC, either for work or, you know, for dinner or something, then, um, yeah, then, then you've got the access there, which is, which is brilliant. Okay, that's, yeah, that's good to know. And, well, DIFC is obviously an area where a lot of finance, banking companies, traders all working and there's a big real estate market there but it's a bit different to to downtown um in terms of of the offerings available in the area but what, what, what gone i was just going to say i think i think it's a little bit niche um you know obviously downtown is is very very famous um even you know across the world um because of you know the Burj Khalifa but um but yeah DIFC it's not quite as well known, but you know, there's, there's some very, very nice buildings, very nice apartments. Um, and yeah, obviously it appeals to a lot of people, mainly, you know, the professionals working in DIFC. Okay. That's interesting. And the, the final thing I wanted to ask you was the best apartment for investment. So of course, a lot of people see uh, downtown as a place that's not going to move 
it's a more of a secure place to, to put your money if you're an investor. What would you suggest to someone who's looking to, to invest in a property in downtown specifically, which building and any particular kind of apartment in general? Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, as an investment, I mean, because obviously a lot of a lot of investors, specifically in Dubai, they they're all about the yield. You know, they want eight eight percent, nine percent net yield, um, and and you can get that in in a lot of areas. But in downtown, you really struggle to get that that kind of high yield. But um, what downtown is good for is is capital appreciation. So obviously, there's still a lot of construction going on at the moment, but within the next couple of years, it'll be completely finished. You know, and 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 basically, the selling point is obviously limited supply. There's never going to be another apartment facing the Burj Khalifa again, and there's and they're not, probably not going to make another Burj Khalifa. You know, you never know with Dubai, but um, that that's what you'd hope. So, I, I, me personally, if I was investing my money, I would buy something unique. So, you know, something with a lot of unique selling points that is going to you know it's going to stand the test of time. Because obviously, there's more new buildings coming, but if you buy something that you know that has access to the mall, um, access to to the metro. If you buy something like, let's say, a one bed with a vertical leaf of view, because it's not a lot of them. If you buy a one bed on a high floor, or if you, you know, if you, if you buy something like Burj Vista, Burj Vista, the uh, the apartments there in Tower One facing the Burj Khalifa, um, they're actually now trading above OP, which you know across Dubai doesn't really happen. So it just shows, you know, how how well it has held its value, and I think it will continue to do so. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Definitely uh, a point, not just in downtown, but across the whole of Dubai, look for unique offerings that aren't you know, going to be duplicated or someone else is going to find a newer alternative in, in the coming years. Uh, downtown definitely is an area that's it's not going anywhere, like you mentioned. And you know, over the long term, you can't look in, in two, three years. You have to always have a, a long-term outlook. It's definitely a safe bet for, for an investment. Um, you, you were talking about yields, Dominic, and you know in Dubai you can get those areas which do have eight nine percent. But I think a, a common misconception is that that's across the board in all of the areas. Um, yeah. I know the more established areas you can call them the the yield is lower, but you can get the the capital appreciation over the long term definitely. What just to give an idea to anyone listening who or who hasn't. Um, invested in Dubai or isn't familiar with the market what kind of yields can you get in in downtown for example in downtown um, I mean you you can probably get I think I uh, did have an apartment on the market a couple of months ago that did give about seven and a half percent net but um, but the thing is I mean it was it was in an older building um, and you know when that when the tenant renews it's probably going to drop down quite a lot so on face value it looks very good but like you said you have to think of you know long term so I think that wouldn't be good if you I mean if, if you if you pick a good building uh, and a good apartment there you know you can buy it for a good price I, I would say you know you should be happy with about five percent net yield um, I think you know because like you said uh, long-term outlook you need to basically work out how much money um, you're going to make but how much the value is going to go up as well and so you know it, it's the whole asset rather than just the return on you know your rental yield. definitely and then I think yeah, people don't also compare it necessarily to other other main cities in the world so if you're looking you, you've obviously come from London I, I came from London as well 
the the prices in somewhere like a London, a New York, a Singapore, they they're firstly much more expensive than somewhere like living in the center of Dubai, and also the yields aren't as high. So would you be recommending people, international investors, to invest in in downtown over those locations? And why would you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's it's a lot cheaper than those other major cities. So, you know, London, New York, Singapore. You've got um, you know, even you know places like Paris and things. Price per square foot is very cheap in uh, in, in downtown. Um, you know, so just just on face value, it's 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 uh, you know it looks it looks cheap, looks like it's good value, and yeah, the yield is higher. I mean, when I used to work in um, Southwest London, I mean, if I had a deal that was maybe four four and a half percent gross yield uh, return, then um, you know that would be that would be good enough for for a lot of investors. Whereas here, um, you know, you, you can you can easily get four and a half percent net, you know, and and more likely a lot more. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure people kind of understood that here and and how it works because I think people don't understand that the yields that you can get here, even after prices have gone down over the last few years, are still much better than what you can get in established markets globally. Um, and it's if you go to other cities, maybe like a Manila or in, in uh, less developed countries, then you can find some of the higher yields, but the, the risk is, is higher than it is here in, in a more stable government that is here in the UAE. Just, just, just one more thing to add um, on that. As you said, um, you know the prices have been coming down. Uh, if I was, let's say, I was an international investor or I had a client, you know, who, who said, look, you know, where, where should I buy? Um, the prices have been coming down, you know, for the last four or five years in Dubai. But when you look at the other major cities in the world, the prices have been going up. So if you're an investor, you want to buy at the bottom. So right now, Dubai is where you want to buy, because you know you could be buying at the top in in, in somewhere like London. Um, you know, and then it's kind of, you know, London is, is a mature market, so it will always kind of gradually go up, but it might go up and down a bit. In Dubai, we're pretty much at the bottom. So if you buy now, you know, within the next 12 months, you should be, you should see it go up. So it's, um, yeah, it's a much better investment right now than, than some other major cities. Definitely 100% agree with that. You make your money when you, you make, when, when you buy the property and then hold on to it over the long term. If you buy at the bottom, then you're more likely to make a, a bigger return on your investment. Um, okay, Dominic, thanks for that. That was really good, good advice and good tips for uh, properties within downtown. The other thing I wanted to ask you is, and I do this with all my guests on on the podcast, is is a top five. And and I know you're a you're a man about town, and <laughs> you like to you like to woo the ladies. So I wanted to ask <laughs> you <laughs> your your top five date spots. Oh, in right. downtown. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, top five. Okay. All right. Um, so, start with a simple one. Just uh, you know, nice dinner, but somewhere with a view. So, take him to somewhere like Tribes Carnival in uh, in Dubai Mall. It's uh, on one of the kind of podium levels. Lovely big terrace, right over the fountain beautiful view if you take if you take a, a lady there fantastic but um but if you want something maybe if she's you know vegan or vegetarian or something um you take her to tip tara which is uh thai food in sukabaha so again you get the 
Dubai Fountain show, you know, while you have your dinner, brilliant food, um, but you know, something a bit different if she's not, she's not a, a meat eater. Okay, so for, for a restaurant, the best places in downtown are generally the ones that are, are overlooking the, the fountain for a bit of a, a romantic evening. And yeah, they can be, they can be in the Dubai Mall, Sukkah Bahar, or somewhere like the Palace, where, where there's restaurants overlooking, overlooking the fountain. There's just or if you've so got, many- um, or if you think she's, uh, she's going to be the one, take it to Atmosphere in, uh, in uh, Burj Khalifa. And yeah, you get a brilliant view from there, but you will get a large hole in your wallet at the end of the night. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, there's a range of different options, aren't there, basically? You could go to Starbucks, which is like you can sit outside and overlook the fountain, or there's, yeah, atmosphere in, in the Burj Khalifa. But yeah, that's a yeah. good suggestion um, at, at Tribes. That's the African food, right? It's, it's like a steakhouse, but yeah, they, they do have, they have a few different things. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the meat is what you go there for, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the barbecue or the, the steaks that you said are the best thing there. Okay, so the, well, that's your number one date spot, I guess, for... for a yeah, if, if you want to keep it simple, I mean, you know, not everyone likes to go, um, you know, for dinner on, on, on the first date, maybe. So maybe, you know, if it's like an anniversary or something, that might be good. Um, so, I mean, moving on to the next one, um, I'd say... Like if you want to go for drinks instead, do I would say do like a bar crawl through DIFC. So obviously where you've got you know, the Gate Village, all the, all the podium and everything there, it's it's a really really nice environment. You know it's always it's always buzzing, but it's it's never you know crowded. It's always just you know it's it's lively, but it's but it's nice. So probably start. Um, there's a very very nice uh, Italian restaurant called uh, Maria, um, and some like to do like uh, live jazz. So start off there, you know, a couple of drinks, maybe go to Luna in Four Seasons, the FC. So it's like a rooftop bar, really, really nice view. You know, they've got, um, you know, like nice, nice fire lamps and things. Um, and then you probably end up in Dusty's. So again, good drinks, good atmosphere. They usually have a DJ in there. So, you know, if you want to dance at the end of the night, then, uh, you know, that would be you know, a good, uh, good foundation for your bar crawl if you want to go for drinks instead okay that's so that's interesting definitely uh, it's a bit of a left field um idea but i think it's it's really good because there's not that many places in dubai where you can actually kind of do a more of a british style bar crawl or a european style bar crawl so gifc is definitely a good suggestion from that and there's some really nice locations aren't there for anyone who hasn't been inside um gifc obviously is known more for for its offices and like working is is it still busy on the on the weekend or is it better on like a weekday night or, or say a thursday after work to to kind of do that um yeah i i'd say well to be honest i mean the busiest times are probably yeah weekdays at lunch like you go through through the center um of the gate village and it's, it's packed you know where you've got all the kind of the food court and, and the nice restaurants and things you know, obviously Zoom or business lunches, everyone knows about, but, um, but yeah. And then, but then I would say, yeah, kind of Wednesday, Thursday evenings. Um, if you go kind of midweek in the evening, it's not usually that busy, uh, but then yeah, weekends, it's, it's still very busy. I mean, um, you know, you've got the restaurants, you've got brunches, you know, there's, um, there's still a lot going on even at the weekend. So, you know, when people aren't working, they still, they still go to the IFC for sure. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Uh, so what's your, what's your other date spot then if you don't want to go, for a drink necessarily. 
Okay, so something a bit more fun, um, although it does actually involve drinking. So, <laughs> um, uh, so there's, you know, maybe go for a pub quiz. You know, if you're, um, again, if, if it's a first date, you know, something a bit fun where you're doing something is, is usually a good idea. Why am I giving advice on, like, <laughs> dating? <laughs> Um, so there's a very nice uh it's like a south african sports bar in old town in uh, souk manzil um, it's called nasa Susie. and so yeah it's, it's pub quiz but it's um the guy who runs it is hilarious he's very very funny you know he's a real character um and you know if, if you uh if you misbehave or if you cheat he uh, he buys you shots so could be a cheap date as well because he'll buy the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds that sounds good, and also you can see uh, the intelligence of your your date as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's usually a deciding factor, you know, whether there's going to be a second one or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, no, that's a that's a good suggestion actually. Have you have you been to it? I'm assuming you've been to that quiz. I've not been there myself. Um, yes, yes, and I actually. Um, Last time we went, we came second uh, and we won a brunch for the whole team. So, you know, they give uh, very good prizes as well. It's definitely worth checking out. Okay. Where, when is it? Just out of, out of interest? Uh, Monday night. Monday nights. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So, well, pub quiz is another one. I think you've got, we've yep. got two more, two more date spots from Dominic Murray. Yeah. Well, so obviously that one is a bit, a bit of fun. If you want something a bit classier, um, you know, uh, a show is probably the way to go so obviously you've got Dubai Opera okay. um, right in the middle of downtown which you know obviously there's some brilliant performances there whether it's you know, something a bit more classical or you know whether there's um, you know a, a band performing I know you know people like Gypsy Kings and, and, and people have performed there so you know there, there's a very wide array of, of uh, you know what's going on at the Dubai Opera so you know, there's always something there or uh, another idea for a show La Pearl so just in um, El Hapto City, absolutely amazing. You know, you've got acrobatics, you've got you know visual effects. Um, yeah, really, really uh, unique, I would say. You know, um, massive, uh, massive spot. So yeah, so something a bit fun if you if you want something to watch. You know, much more interesting than uh, than just going to the cinema. Definitely. Have you have you been to La Pearl? Because that's something that I've been in meaning to do. Um, have, have you, you haven't been? been? No, I haven't been yet. I mean, everyone is... Oh, you need to go, things. for sure. It's it's absolutely incredible. They've got, yeah, acrobatics. They've got, like, um, this huge, like, water fountain and, like, the whole stage gets filled. And then they've got, like, um, like motocross. It's just, yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane. It's it's very, very much worth going to. And uh, yeah. it's not too expensive either, you know, to get tickets. You know, there's sometimes they do offers or something. But, um, yeah, no, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I think I'll definitely go see. I've seen videos of people putting it on, on social media and stuff, and it looks incredible. Uh, I just need to, to do it. I think you don't even need to do it. I know we're talking about date spots, but you can even go with family or when you have visitors into Dubai. It's always a, a good thing to go and see. Um, yeah, I actually took my parents when they came. They loved it as well. Yeah, definitely. It's something to do with them. If you're wondering, like, there's obviously loads of activities you can do here in Dubai, but it's something that, is uh, open to all ages, I would say, a show like that. Um, have, you, have you been to the opera as well? Have you seen any shows there? I haven't yet, no, but it's um, someone to do list. I've been in, in, in there a few times and, you know, obviously just the, um, like the architecture, it's amazing, but um, I haven't actually seen a show. So that will be hopefully once this lockdown is over, we can, uh, yeah, I'll uh, find someone to, to take there. 
yeah, it's definitely a good place um, to go to. They also have a restaurant there, so that could be another good date spot as well, a restaurant on the terrace. And I, I really love the location of, of the opera and the, and the new buildings. You were talking about construction finishing in the next couple of years in downtown. And most of the, the final buildings are around the, the Dubai Opera in the, what they call the Opera District, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there is, there is a bit of construction going on around there, but downtown is just going to be incredible uh, once they finish it. I mean, one of the main things people like it so much is because, um, I mean, it's, it's all EMAR. So they've built everything. They've built the roads and the attractions and, you know, everything. So everything is, is maintained so well. You know, they clean the streets, they clean the trees, you know, so that's that's probably one of the main reasons it's, it's going to hold its value because, you know, obviously they're building and building and building everywhere in Dubai, you know, further into the desert. But, um, but yeah, downtown will always will always be a, a staple. Okay. Um, and what's the final date spot then that you, that's uh, um, it's on your list? Final one. Um, and this one I'm actually speaking from experience because I, I, uh, I took someone here before. Um, there's an Asian restaurant um, in Business Bay called uh, Miss Tez. Um, really good food. But you go there for the entertainment. So there's like live acts going up and down, you know, there's, there's performers and things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a bit of fun, you know, something to kind of watch while you eat and, you know, obviously um, experience the Asian cuisine as well. But then once you're done there, you walk outside to Treehouse and again, just, you know, another nice rooftop bar, nice sort of atmosphere, virtually for view, you know, it's very, very nice setting there. That would okay. be my, uh, my last one. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's really good, Dominic. Thanks for that. And those are some really good suggestions for where people can go out to. And it doesn't necessarily have to be for a date. It could just be like, like we were talking about with family, when friends come over. There's so many entertainment options in, in the downtown area, which is what makes it such a popular place for, for people to live when they, when they move here to Dubai. Okay, so co completely on a different tangent. Uh, obviously, with the the situation that we have at the moment, what do you think the the effects are going to be on the Dubai market for the next like five to ten years? Obviously, in the short term, it's it's not ideal, but I'm thinking more on a longer term horizon. What do you think the effects are going to be? The, the effects is in, you know, like. Uh prices or what I think is going to happen or yeah prices uh increasing of like building if people are still going to be that the the rate of uh, construction is still going to continue on the real estate industry if there's going to be in changes in the way that the the market works whether we're going to see more of the virtual viewings for example just your your opinions on what the effect is going to have yeah well I mean as I mentioned earlier I think right now we're we're pretty much at the bottom. I mean, it, it might go down a little bit more, but I think, you know, if you buy now um, and you hold it for five to 10 years, you definitely, you know, make a, make a significant gain. Um, I think, you know, looking, look at, at any real estate market is usually on either an eight or a 10 kind of year cycle. Um, so I think, yeah, um, we're, we're kind of at the bottom now. So it, it should be, it should be starting to go back up. I mean, in terms of, you know, people still building, I think, you know, now Dubai has more of a reputation where, you know, there's been a lot of kind of delayed projects and things or, you know, when you buy something off plan, it's not quite what you thought it was going to be. So I think now uh, the government has done a great job putting in a lot of regulations for developers. So, you know, it has to be on time. It has to be, you know, 
what you what you've sold the the client. So I think yeah, it, it's it's a lot better than than how it was you know 10 15 years ago. Um, but I think yeah, now you get what people are building now is is more communities. You know, as I said about downtown, people love it because it's all EMAR. Now you have areas like um, Dubai Hills again, where it's all EMAR. So they built everything and they're doing golf course and you know the schools and the parks and and, and everything and, and the roads to get there and you've also got somewhere like Shoba Heartland so again you know it's a community they've got um, so much green space they've got schools they've got villas they've got um, you know low rise so you know I mean it, it, it's supply and demand the, the demand will still be there um, you know now uh, I know a lot of developers are, are selling to you know they're doing road shows so, you know, they're selling in Africa, they're selling in the UK, they're selling in, um, you know, Asia. So, you know, there, there's still a lot of demand out there for, for you know, people to, to invest in Dubai. So, but I think, yeah, hopefully the quality will improve, um, you know, and, uh, and, and like I said, with the regulations and things, um, it's, yeah, it, it, it's just getting better and better. So there's, um, I think, yeah, once, once there'll be like downtown is finished, There'll be a lot more demand for that because a lot of people like to see the finished product. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of prices, next next couple of years they will start to go up, and yeah, five to ten years, hopefully, will be kind of steady uh, steady increase. Okay, great. Yeah, that's great. Great insight on what you're what you're thinking for the for the future and the way that, say, for example, downtown is going to be finished in the next few years. I was also like when you were speaking about that, I was thinking about Dubai Creek Harbour. Do you think Dubai Creek Harbour can ever, obviously if people don't know, that's uh, another development by EMAR, which is very similar to, to downtown in the way that it's going to be uh, laid out and constructed. Do you think that's going to be a major competitor for downtown in, in the future? Or do you think they'll be able to work hand in hand with each other? It's, it's hard to say. I mean, um... Obviously, downtown, the main the main attraction bringing people there to start with was obviously the Burj Khalifa, um, and it was it was it was it was new. You know, okay, they're building another another big tower. You know, the Dubai Green Tower, but it's kind of like okay, you you've already kind of done that. So it you know when I guess you know international news, if you like, um, the headline would have been you know Dubai builds world's biggest tower, and then now it's going to be. Dubai builds another big tower, you know, so it's, it's not going to have that amount of traction. I think that downtown initially had, um, and, and, you know, and now the people that buy in downtown, it's because it is well-established. Not a lot of people know the Creek, you know, not a lot of people, um, you know, think it's as well kind of centrally located, but yeah, of course, over time it will become its own hub. You know, people will, um, you know, will, will, will like living there. They'll, you know they'll kind of build their their life there but um but i think i think it will take time 100 percent. well yeah you see how downtown it's still like i said still just at the final stages of the completion and it's been what 15 20 years since it you know, really started so and dubai creek harbor is even even larger it's going to take at least that amount of time to to get to the same level of downtown so it's really a, a more long-term play I think what people need to realize is that Dubai is still a really young city. I'm sure you'd agree when you compare it to, to New York, to London, to a Paris, for example, those cities have only grown over centuries. Whereas in Dubai, it's only been a few decades. So the, the rate of 
development and construction here is on fast forward when you compare it to to all those other cities and if you can get in and and see how prices have increased over time in in those countries the the increase is it's a bit more volatile but it's much more rapid than it is in in those those cities so that's why it would be you know, like you were talking about investing in downtown you're you're sure to make good money on it in terms of capital appreciation in the long term would you agree on that yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah yeah i mean you're exactly right dubai compared to those other cities is is very very young um you know when i was when i was in in the uk i i was selling uh houses that were over 100 years old you know so um now i mean pe people won't buy it if it's older than a year in dubai so <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's it's very different but um you just you know you change your approach to to how you identify what would be a good investment um you know it's, it's very different okay all right thanks dominic i think we'll we'll finish up there if you just want to let the guys know who are watching or listening about your social media um so that they can follow you online and get in touch if they want to know more about property in, in downtown and difc yeah perfect so um uh, a lot of my let's say you know most uh, attractive properties all the all the best stuff and all the best deals are always on my instagram so it's at dominic underscore murray underscore real estate um i'm also quite active on linkedin um, so if you want to keep up to date with, with, you know, real estate news, um, financial news, or again, you know, good, good deals in the market, then, um, Dominic Murray just on, uh, on LinkedIn as well. Okay. Thanks Dominic. I'll put the, uh, the links in the description if you're watching this on YouTube as well. So you can, you can get hold of Dominic. So thanks for coming on and thanks for listening or watching and I'll see you on the next podcast. Great. Bye -bye. Thanks for having me Lloyd. Take care.